Hi and welcome back to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. My name is Prashant Malkani and the topic for today's episode is the transition from employee to entrepreneurship. The last few years has noticed a paradigm shift with the new age workforce wanting greater flexibility and autonomy. This has led to an increase in the number of entrepreneurs and with the ongoing pandemic this number has just been increasing with some having to unfortunately make this decision out of compulsion. To help us delve further into this topic I have Shilpa Ajwani on today's episode who happens to have some experience in the shift. With 25 years of working with reputed MNCs, Shilpa decided to make this shift from leading Tupperware India as the MD to founding Uno Mantra, a business strategy consulting and leadership advisory firm that specializes in enabling consumer centricity and lifestyle businesses to grow sustainably. In addition to being awarded the CEO of the year in 2017 by ET Polymer Awards, she also founded She Mantra, a community of women-led coaching and consulting businesses. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Hi Shilpa and welcome to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. I am really looking forward to today's conversation with you. Hey Prashant, uh, equally looking forward to having an interesting conversation and learning from it as well. Great. Uh so I actually what I wanted to start with and this is something that you know is obviously on everyone's mind is the current situation due to the pandemic. Now obviously the pandemic has led to mental stress, physical stress, but I think the one thing from a professional standpoint is i believe that unfortunately the pandemic has also led to a lot of job losses uh, and this started right from you know march or april last year and you still tend to if you open linkedin for example you tend to see you know a lot of people going out responding asking for for new jobs and things like that uh, so my question to you was that because of because of this professional stress a lot of people in in a certain way uh, have kind of given up working for a corporate again and more or less have started freelancing jobs uh, seeing if they can start something of their own and this has actually been happening a lot in the last few months so do you think the pandemic for all its bad it's provided us do you think one of the positives is that it has been able to work out as a catalyst for people to become freelancers or starting their own shop so what are your thoughts you know on the shift Prashant, uh, entrepreneurship was always the future for employment. Um, yeah. The trends were already out there. Yeah. Uh, what the pandemic has done is that it has really brought to the confluence what was already happening in society, yeah. um, technology, and businesses. Hmm. Um, if we look at uh, how individuals were looking at uh, living their lives uh, and the lifestyle choices that they wanted, especially the millennials, the Gen Z. Yeah. We understand that uh, what they really wanted from life was flexibility and independence. True, yeah. And that never came with a 9 to 5 uh, hierarchical um, job. Yeah. Uh, right? So um also the the new age role models like Tim Ferriss and mm. the famous 4 hour work week made the whole idea of becoming a digital nomad uh, very very sexy as well. So yeah. so I think, you know, uh the writing was already on the wall what the mm. pandemic has done is that it has made it more legit 
yeah. in a way uh, for people to adopt it. Um, the stigma of turning entrepreneur is so much lesser. Hmm. And um, and people are actually seizing and making an opportunity out of what would have been a big a big loss in life earlier. Yeah, true. And actually, just reading from that and considering this this podcast mainly revolves around marketing and and transformational marketing. The one thing that I wanted to ask you, and obviously uh, diving into your experience and knowledge, is that. When we look at uh, CEOs of, of today's companies, when we look at MDs, people who basically lead organizations, a lot of them tend to have sales and business development background just because the fact that they come from such a place where they understand what what kind of business impact will actually help the organization improve in the future and all of that but unfortunately what happens and this is something that you know i have personally been noticing and uh, you may you may completely disagree to the fact that i don't happen to see a lot of marketers today become ceos i don't know if this is a trend if this is something that you need to have some experience into sales to become a ceo because obviously at the end of the day that's what drives companies revenues but just going back to the fact of marketing becoming ceos even even when we look at consulting firms right because consulting firms normally you need a 360 degree approach so my question to you is as a client as a as a user as a consumer uh, would you go to a consulting firm as an example that has a leader as a marketer and would you be able to trust that person you know considering that they have very little background of generating revenue of generating sales so so what is what is your your vision and your take on this Prashant, this is a very interesting question. Um, what I really look at uh, is that today uh, we live in a world where there are typically no boundaries. Yeah. Uh, if you have the passion, um, you have the clarity as to who you want to be. Um, there is enough opportunity available out there, and mm. there are enough upskilling uh, opportunities available for anyone who wants to be anyone, right? Including yeah. being a CEO. Um, to me, I think it's very interesting to look at marketeers as CEOs because, because what's really driving business today and, and what's really giving the competitive edge, it mm. is when, um, when a business really looks at owning the customer experience <clears throat> yeah. from end to end, right? Mm. Um, so, uh, and typically, who's the owner of uh, customer experience? Yeah. It's the marketeer, mm. right? Um, and increasingly so. Um, so someone who understands the customer, someone who understands the market, someone who's close to the product, mm. um, you know, this person is extremely well-placed um, to be a CEO. Yeah. Now, what's also different is that uh, thanks to technology, again, uh, marketing is no longer seen as just a cost center. Yeah. In fact, uh, with performance marketing, uh, it's actually become a revenue driver for organizations. True. And yeah. someone who can influence revenue um, hmm. can very well lead the business as well. Yeah. So um, my, my answer to all the marketeers listening to us in the audience today is that I am very optimistic um, that marketeers actually can help organizations play the short game, which means if you are even a listed company, saving the quarter, making your investors happy, and they can add huge value with yeah. their insights into the customers, into futuristic trends, um, into uh, product planning, 
uh, as well as um, looking at uh, how all departments seamlessly can become much more customer centric. Yeah. Uh, and the whole idea is to personalize that whole experience. So who better placed than a marketeer? Yeah. You know, and I think whilst you were just speaking, there was there was one person's name that was that was coming to my mind, I think throughout and this person obviously through LinkedIn through the the ads that I think the entire country has very recently watched uh, is Kunal Shah. So Kunal was initially an agency guy uh, who is now obviously leading one of the most spoken about startups in India, uh, obviously that being cred. But and and actually that's that's where my question also routed from right so when you when you look at cred people normally talk about their creativity their creativity within their ads how how their media is planned and the entire marketing around it but as soon as the business figures are spoken about and you might have also seen this on on linkedin and, and other platforms as well their business figures still aren't that great so people still tend to question that what are they doing to actually help increase their revenue besides the creativity aspect because their creativity definitely i mean it's not only on linkedin but if you open instagram facebook or any of the social media streams people are up praising their their creative strategy but i think from a business strategy there is there is in fact more negative conversations about it rather than positive conversations so so i don't know if if you had a perspective on on this Prashant, businesses are no longer built the way they used to be, where uh, it was first you uh, earn something and then you invest back. Yeah. So thanks to all the private equity, the venture capital uh, money coming in, yeah. uh, I think there is a lot more ability to take risks very early on with every kind of business. Yeah. And uh, new business models uh, that innovate, that disrupt are the ones that make uh, money eventually. Um, if, uh, again, uh, the need is real, the problem they are solving is uh, a genuine one, yeah. um, right? Um, and every business has a different life cycle. Uh, Amazon, for the longest time, never made any money. Um, yeah. You look at another example, Paytm, uh, mm. continuous growth in revenues, but... Uh, the bottom line uh, just just wasn't uh, where it could have been, right? Yeah. Uh, for various reasons. So, and and this is also a deliberate business strategy at times because businesses can be made in many many different ways. Hmm. If your intention is to first come in, skim the market, um, or to you know uh, disrupt the market, uh, just gain market share at any cost, um, you know that, that's also a strategy. Yeah, And eventually we don't know what is there at the back of Kunal's mind. Um, hmm. But, uh, but I, I really feel that uh, also linking this back to the whole question, can marketeers become good founders, CEOs? Hmm. I also feel that uh, marketeers come equipped with certain skill sets. Yeah. But what they also need to learn along the way are two important P's. So we all know the five P's or the seven classic P's of marketing. Yeah. But I feel to become a successful founder or CEO, they need to add two more P's um, that can ensure success. One is PNL management, and the mm. other is people management. Right. Um, so I think it's extremely important to also um, consider these two while you are looking at building a business. 
yeah yeah i think that was a great thought so just moving from you know we've been discussing the initial part right so why why would clients come to to consulting firms with with marketers or why would consumers trust newer brands for example so just shifting from that and obviously to the next part of the funnel for for any brand uh, would be uh, how would these consulting firms or brands be able to retain clients just from your experience and knowledge would you be able to i know this is a very broad question but if you can very briefly probably describe a few right strategies to actually help retain clients especially if the listeners are a freelancer or a, or a or a person or a few people who have started a company recently because currently in the market there are loads of options so how brands used to stick with one agency or one consulting firm in the past has completely changed now people have that option that if in 6 months or even in 3 months nowadays if if someone or some company is not working for them they will move to another partner for example so if you can very briefly just speak about some of the right strategies according to your experience that has worked for you uh, to help retain clients prashant as i consult even with my existing clients i think one of the um, biggest things which keeps ceos awake at night is the fact that uh, you know there's churn and burn in yeah. the business in yeah. every business um, and it's barely 20% retention that most businesses see yeah um, at the same time we all know that it could cost uh, between 5 to 25x to acquire a new customer versus mm. retaining an existing one true yeah. um, so i i really look at when i start uh, a consulting assignment and the whole focus is on retention with mm. the fact that um, let's look at it from the point of view of what it can do to your top line and very importantly what it can do to your bottom line short term medium term and long term yeah so the benefits are very clear the strategy i adopt and work with my own clients is very simple it's actually called retain r e t a i n and yeah. it's an acronym and i let's just explain what i do with that yeah so r in my own um strategy really stands for reach out and uh, this applies to both uh, freelance very small businesses as well as uh, the big conglomerates i work with hmm. so the first is reach out and reach out proactively reach out consistently um reach out constructively so so i think you know intentional reaching out uh, with a well designed calendar um structuring it through an automated system um can can really be uh, wonderful in terms of an intentional strategy um so r for reach out yeah e really is also a very important one and that's about expectation setting a lot of uh, solopreneurs especially um they would prepare for a discovery call that's the first call to understand what a business wants etc yeah. but i feel you know expectation setting is also a constant process because mm. as you are working especially medium to long term with a client um their expectations might start to vary and if mm. you are not doing a regular check in um you will not know when the expectations started to change so expectations need to be set both ways sometimes uh, people become very eager to grab new business they promise uh, the world 
and then um, they under deliver on that. So I think uh, that's also an important part that what can I do for you and what would I want or expect from you as a client? Yeah. Uh, the third one, T, is very important and that is trust. Hmm. Um, trust is foundational to any relationship on this planet. Yeah. And I believe the, uh, the relationship between a client and a service provider or a you know a solopreneur or a big company or a brand um, mm. it's also a sacrosanct relationship yeah. and uh, it could take uh, years and and a huge investment to build that trust and it could take just one episode to break that trust mm. so i think it's extremely important to constantly evaluate that uh, where am i living up to the promises that i um, made um, it's always very, very important to uh, remember that people actually do business with people they trust. Yeah. The fourth is A for adding value. Mm. Now, gone are the days where we could really work with uh, rudimentary stuff that yeah. I, I said that I will do this and, and that's it. Um, because like you just said, that there is so much of competition around and, mm. um, and that's where it's extremely important to say that what can I do to have that X factor, to give that little extra, to add that special value with yeah. whatever I'm doing? Um, the fifth one, I, is for innovation and the ability to surprise. Yeah. Uh, we all love surprises, right? Uh, it's so nice when um, someone who's delivering a cake mm. to you also uh, has a handwritten note along with it. Um, or it comes from, say, the founder of a, a startup brand, uh, especially for their early clients. Um, these are small things, and we must never underestimate the value of personalization uh, when it comes to working with the clients, but mm. also of innovating in any and every way. Yeah. And, uh, and I think, you know, people love uh, innovation. Sometimes they, um, they love the surprise element. And, and that's where they start to say that, wow, you know, um, this person can do more for me. Yeah. And, um, and I, I always, um, I mean, urge uh, all my clients to, to take innovation very, very seriously, not mm. just be a market follower, but look at um, how creative can you get with the offering that you have towards your own customers mm. and uh, the last one is n which is yeah. a very simple word called needs n-w-e-d-s mm. uh, this also goes back uh, into psychology because we all know that uh, customers have uh, needs they know they have and they also have needs they absolutely have no idea that they have yeah um yeah. Uh, so, so the ability to understand uh, what those needs are and to articulate it and to have an honest conversation um, around those needs, yeah. um, I think can be extremely beautiful to set, uh, you know, a tone uh, for, for even inviting future business from the same client and definitely for keeping them loyal and retain them longer with you. Yeah. No, and, and I think the interesting part is my question was, how do you retain clients? And I think your response was use the word retain with obviously expanding 
uh, each letter of it. So I think that that was quite interesting. So just before we end today's episode, I had one final question for you. We have spoken about, you know, your experience and your uh, expertise in this field. But the, before we end this episode, I actually wanted to ask you in terms of your journey so far. So in the past, you, you know, you have been a successful MD at an organization. But what made you make that shift? Because in terms of your roles, your responsibilities, I think you were, you know, in a, in a great space, but you still decided to move from that and start something of your own. So just wanted to get your view on, on why did you make that shift? This is a question I love to answer each time, every time. Uh, it strengthens mm. my own resolve, my own purpose of doing what I do today, Prashant. Yeah. Um, so, so I had over 25 years of uh, experience uh, starting up brands, scaling them, leading business transformation, uh, working across boundaries, geographies, um, leadership styles, cultural styles, uh, brand portfolios. And uh, with all that experience, I think, uh, and a lot of success, uh, you know, earned during those years in my career, yeah. uh, on one of my birthdays, I was introspecting and I, I asked myself a simple question that what would it take um, to move from success to significance? Hmm. And uh, the answer to that uh, question really came in the form of, um, venturing out, uh, showing courage, um, going after my own uh, dreams and purpose, yeah. and uh, to be able to build the iconic brands, leaders, communities, and organizations of tomorrow. Hmm. And, uh, and that's what inspired me to start Uno Mantra, which is my strategy consulting and leadership advisory firm yeah. uh, with uh, the passion to really create the iconic brands, leaders, communities, and organizations of tomorrow. That is what really created that shift. Mm. And apart from that, in 2020, when the pandemic stuck, yeah. uh, I um, looked at uh, the world of coaching and consulting. Mm. And I, I said that if businesses are going through so much trouble, what would solopreneurs really be doing uh, now? And, and that inspired me to become a founder of a community called She Mantra, mm. which is a community of women-led uh, coaching and consulting firms. Yeah. And uh, this is a collaborative effort to set up a community based on the abundance mindset Mm. That there's enough for everyone if we get together, collaborate, and grow personally and professionally, and help each other to do the same. Yeah. Um, so that's what really um, inspires me to wake up each morning and to go out and do my best today. Yeah. No, I think that's a great initiative and wish you all the success for it. So I think with this, uh, we come to the end of this episode. Thank you so much, Shilpa, for coming on board and sharing your experiences and your exposure into the market. Pleasure was all mine, Prashant, and uh, enjoyed speaking with you, of course, and uh, look forward to uh, getting some audience reactions soon. Definitely. Thank you again. A short message for those who plan to start their own podcast. You can visit www.hubhopperstudio.com. Hubhopper is India's leading podcast creation platform. Start your podcast with Hubhopper Studio and get your voice heard across multiple platforms. Click on the link in the episode description to know more. And for the rest of us, hope this episode was useful for you. 
And if you would like to know more about this topic, you can reach out to Shilpa on LinkedIn. And in case if you have any doubts, feedback, or just want to spark a conversation, you can catch me on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Twitter. This is me signing out for this episode and looking forward to seeing you on the next one. Subscribe to the podcast for regular updates. And one last thing, don't forget to stay curious.